Abby Eats St. Louis Small Bite. I'm your host, Abby Larico, joined as always by Dory Olmos. Happy Friday, happy weekend. Yay, and today we have a wonderful guest who I get to see a lot in the mornings on TV because you work in the studio and I work in a live truck usually, and mm-hmm. that is Chester Lampkin. Hello, hey, everybody. Chester. Hello, podcast world. Not only are you back from a vacation that a lot of people were really worried you were gone forever, <laughs> so we decided we were going to make sure that we could get you on all platforms to say, hey, don't worry, guys, Chester is back. Where were you, Chester? I was in San Antonio, Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, visiting family down there. It was a great trip. I also did a little side stop to El Paso, Texas. I lived there for mm-hmm. three years, so mm-hmm. I got to experience visiting with friends down there. It was a good time. Nice. Everybody yeah. deserves a vacation, mm-hmm. even Chester Lampkin. Yes, it was a nice break. Especially That's, Chester Lampkin. Especially, <laughs> absolutely. So um, we are coming off of an episode that got a lot of people talking for various reasons, and that's because part of it is, well, it's largely centered around a food that people kind of forget about, but then when you say, hey, we're doing an episode about famous bar French onion soup, people are like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I have lots of memories mm -hmm. about that. Since Mm -hmm. we've done this story, I've had people come up to me and say, hey, I saw this story that you guys wrote that you did. I had that growing up. I used to go with my grandma. Mm -hmm. It was such an experience. It was so good. Like so many people sharing those memories that we're hearing like over and over after doing this story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it brings you back to the days of obviously with famous bar being around in a mm-hmm. St. Louis thing. So, yeah, when I saw the story, I was like, oh, I remember that soup. And, and the thing was, I never had it. I just remember it was an important soup. I'm not – I was never a soup kid, if Same. you will. Same with <laughs> me, yeah. No soup kids? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how you'll talk to St. Louisans who are still like, I haven't been up the arch in years or mm-hmm. I've never been up the arch. It's mm-hmm. one of those things that it doesn't matter even if you don't have a personal experience with it. It's become part of the collective right. food story of St. Louis. And so it was really cool to see how people were responding to that. Um, Dory, I know that you posted the story online and we had so many responses. Yeah, like 800 comments, I think, wow. something like that. Um, here's a couple That's of our... almost as many people as follow Chester on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Here's like 8,000. No, not even. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some of the comments we got, Karen wrote, famous bar soup was the best. I have memories of eating soup after waiting in line to see Santa and all the Christmas decorations. Aww, yeah, cool. so nostalgic. Very nostalgic. Um, Connie wrote, loved this soup, had many a bowl back in the day. And something else I saw a lot from Donna here, she said, had it once a week when I worked there downtown. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people had it downtown. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what I think of the downtown store, which was, I think it was the Federated Building or wherever that building is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, um, yeah. yeah I'm forgetting the name. Don't know the actual blanking name. Blanking it off the top of my yeah, head right now. Exchange building? The exchange building, right next to where the St. Louis Center used to be. That's Mm -hmm. what I think of. Yes. um, A couple other comments that stuck out to me. Karen was saying she has memories. um, Oh, I'm sorry. You just said Karen's. I meant Rebecca's. She said they lived in Illinois, and they would go on the bi-state bus Uh, over, uh. and I thought that was really sweet. And then I saw at some point, it might take me a second to find it, but— Well, speaking to that one, it kind of goes into that experience that it was for a lot of people. It wasn't just— 
grabbing lunch. It was you go to the department mm-hmm. store, you're spending your day there, you're getting the soup. It was this whole day long thing that mm-hmm. you have memories about mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, here's the comment that I wanted to find. Um, Sherry Price writes that Manfred, referring to Manfred Zettel, the chef, she says he was her neighbor and they all appreciated that when they had neighborhood cookouts. He was oh, wow. an outstanding chef. I bet. Not to mention a good neighbor. And you know what? It's good to hear that he was also a good guy. Probably one of the best neighbors to have. Yeah, that's (laughs) good. If you love your soup lover then. Exactly. You know, one of the things that I thought was really cool, we approached this, thought, hey, let's do something about that soup. But it really opened up to a much bigger conversation about history and just documenting foods the way that we do and using cookbooks back in the day and menus and now how it's turned into you can use social media to document what people are are eating are mm-hmm. actually eating mm-hmm. um, Chester are you a take picture of your food kind of guy I definitely am um, you won't see it really on my social feed but I will take pictures of the food just so I can have that memory oh, of yeah. oh yeah that was a, same especially if it's something I've never had before it's really unique or just really good yeah mm-hmm. I've noticed until we had the Abby St. Louis Instagram page mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with the pictures <laughs> yeah. I take you and don't want to be that person I, on someone's yes, feed yes it's <laughs> hard sometimes because I was like I want everybody to know I'm at this cool place Chester one thing I appreciate about you on social media is you also don't just take a picture of the food but you show the place too yes. and you're a big patron of local spots. Mm-hmm. I, I try. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. I if, always know where Chester is on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's something, you know, especially when I'm out with the family, we do try to get out of the house when we can, and we will try to get to somewhere local um, a few times a month. It used to be more when I was back in my, you know, single days the walking around. And days. No kid. <laughs> yeah. That was a different time, but uh, it, we still try to get out there because there's so many great places in St. Louis. Obviously, we're doing podcasts about it. Uh, not just obviously restaurants, but just places to eat, period, and different types of getting ways of getting food, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Yeah, it's a big community aspect to it, yeah. too. And it's it's been fun to see all that and the way that people are documenting it. And I was appreciative of the Historical Society's um, library assistant researcher who was saying this is she a good was thing. the best. Yes, <laughs> she was so cool. Shout out to Magdalene Link from the Missouri Historical Society because I've never gone in that building and not left feeling smarter. Mm-hmm. It actually feels mm-hmm. smarter. And this is separate from the museum itself, which I still, you should still go there. It's still awesome. Um, but the research center, if you ever have a question about where something came from, the staff there is so cool. You can actually touch physical copies of most things they have in their collection. Mm-hmm. It's a really neat little place we're lucky to have here. So, Chester, it's been a while since you've been eating in St. Yes, Louis, yes. so you're not being limited to the confines of the bi-state area, but no. what's the best thing you've had to eat this week? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit and go outside the St. Louis box that you're referring to, and I'm going to go back to El Paso, Texas. Um, I was down there for a couple days, and I had Ellen J Cafe, which in my opinion is the best Mexican food that you can find in all of America. You know, Ooh. can't say about Mexico because I'm sure there's even better Mexican right, food right. down there. I would hope so. <laughs> but it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty authentic. And this is not Tex Mex. It's Ellen J Cafe in El Paso, Texas. Not a lot of people find themselves down in El Paso, but there's a big military base. So mm-hmm. if you are in the army or if you know someone who is in the army or you just somehow find your way down through El Paso, Ellen J, I highly recommend it. Almost anything is good there. Uh, I had a little bit of chicken mole. Mm-hmm. And for those not familiar with mole sauce, it's you know a chocolate-based sauce. It is 
very, very, very good. He's holding his hands out while he's describing so this. Good. Like he is the yeah. like in Zen. Yes, almost. exactly. Oh. He's having a Nirvana like experience. Thinking about that mole. Do you have a stuff. favorite Mexican restaurant in the St. Louis area? Uh, there are a few um, taquerias around. I think if you find a taqueria, you're probably going to find that's where you're going to get the best food. Like n- not a trying to down any other kind of regular Mexican establishment mm-hmm. or Mexican restaurants in town. But, uh, you know, there's taquerias down on Cherokee. There's some in random places out in West St. Louis County, North St. Louis County, really all over the place. So yeah. I'm not going to shout out just one. I'm just going to say if it has the word taquerea or it's described as a taquerea, and especially if it has the grocery store in it, mm. that's pretty good stuff. That You're going to get some good Mexican food there. Can you say that word one more time? Taquerea. Taquerea. Yeah. Taquerea. 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 I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, I won't claim to be fluent in Spanish at all. You can ask, you know, my family, you know, my partner, she speaks Spanish. So she. You, she, sound, she, you, yeah. can, you can fool me at least. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Dory? Uh, the best thing I ate this week. So last weekend we went to um, Mission Taco in Central West End. I'd mm-hmm. never actually been to a Mission Taco. I feel like, what? I know, like jaw dropping. I know. I've right. had it ordered before. I've just never mm-hmm. actually been That's there. good stuff. Oh, man. We got the uh, carne asada fries. Mm. Oh, wow. It was so good. The uh, The meat was just tender and mm. juicy and flavorful. It wasn't tough, which you could kind of expect sometimes on a carne asada fry. Mm-hmm. And it was just delicious. Yes. The fries were seasoned really well, too, just on their own. Ooh. So get that. Get it for your table. Get it for yourself. Just get it. It was amazing. Cool. I like that we kind of went from like, you know, the super authentic to the kind of fusion-y yeah. stuff. Which is I good like stuff it. too. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. That's my favorite thing is seeing people getting a little creative. So the best thing I had to eat this week was last Saturday after I told you guys about my friend's wedding last weekend. And the food was great at that wedding itself, but there's this trend where people are getting late night snacks at their wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh. And yeah, which is funny because let's be honest here, by the time you actually eat, you're not, it's like two hours later, they're bringing these late night snacks. It's not really that big of a time difference, but they got Cecil Whitaker's for their Ooh, late night pizza. Really? And I haven't had Cecil Whitaker's in years. Same. It's and good. a lot of times you think St. Louis style pizza, you think Emo's, mm-hmm. but Cecil Whitaker's is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful after spending some time tearing up that dance floor. I was going to say, that's a perfect treat after <laughs> yeah. sweating it out on the dance floor. It was perfect. It's exactly what I needed. Shout out to Erica and Cody, who are on their honeymoon in Jamaica right now. Cool. Thank you for the Cecil Whitakers. <laughs> All right, well, that was last weekend. Now we want to take a look at what's happening this weekend. We're doing things a little differently this time, where we're going to kind of try to focus things in a little bit and just go with the highlights, the things we think you guys should definitely know about happening this weekend. Of course, before we start all of this, Pride Fest is happening this weekend. There's always going to be food trucks and different food vendors there. So we encourage you to stop by that Saturday or Sunday whenever you have time. It's happening downtown. So we would be remiss if we didn't mention Pride Fest happening this weekend. Um, Come on out if you can. But Dory, what are the kind of things we're talking about this weekend? Yeah, so Friday, if you make it out to anything, there's the Caseyville Fireman's Picnic. So it sounds like a relatively small event, right? But I think that this is definitely worth mentioning because they really need community support because of rising costs of equipment, Mm. insurance, utilities, basic gear. We've been coming, we've been doing stories about those smaller fire departments on the Metro East and just they work really hard and work a lot together. And so they are having a barbecue dinner and um, their proceeds are going to help support that fire department. So yes, it's a relatively small event, but we wanted to make sure you guys knew about it because it's really doing a big thing for the community. 
All right, here's a big one Saturday that I'm very much interested in. The Budweiser Crawfish Fest. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Chester's intrigued, too. Yeah. When we first talked about this, Chester was like, crawfish, crawfish, crawfish. Sounds good. <laughs> so this is actually the sixth year that they're doing this. It's happening at the Budweiser Brewhouse Beer Garden. Get this story. All-you-can-eat crawfish, mm-hmm. beer specials, mm-hmm. live music mm-hmm. by the St. Boogie Brass Band, Ooh. and they have giveaways. As if you didn't get enough there, they're just going to keep giving more <laughs> stuff away. So that is a ticketed event, though. Uh, make sure you visit their website to get in on that, but it's happening on Saturday from 5 to 9. Nice. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. All right, and on Sunday, if there's something you want to make it out to, try this one, the Make Someone's Month event. So this is another one that is a little socially conscious. We're You know what? It's Pride Month. We want you guys to be aware of people in all different communities and what they're doing, and we're using the food events for this weekend to be socially conscious, too. So Make Someone's Month is happening over at Earthbound Beer Company, Hmm. and they're working with Alliance for Period Supplies, and that's a new organization in St. Louis through the Diaper Bank where they are doing exactly that, trying to have the supplies necessary for especially young women in the St. Louis area who can't afford them. We've covered some stories about that, and it's a really important need that people have. and An overlooked need. Totally overlooked. Um, something that a lot of us don't think about regularly. So I also think this one is kind of hilarious, and I just, just tongue-in-cheek enough for me, they're going to be making um, Bloody Marys <laughs> at Earthbound on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> and filling period supply kits. Sorry that you had to be here for this one, Hey, Chester. that doesn't bother me. <laughs> I am very... Pretty, he's pretty woke. I'm very comfortable yeah. in talking about anything. Really. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, and they're doing that for a good cause happening, again, at Earthbound. And you get beer, and it's nice. It's and, good beer. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that's happening this Sunday afternoon from 12 to 3. You guys have fun plans for this weekend? I can't even think of what I'm do- what day it is right now. Can you now. believe How it's already is- Thursday? I can't believe it's Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Anything yeah. planned, Chester? Uh, well, you know, I live that that parent life, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to a birthday party for a toddler. So Woo! that's our big plan this weekend. <laughs> What's the best birthday cake you've gotten to eat at a kid's birthday? I've only something? been to a few, and I'm going to be honest with you, I probably don't even get to imbibe in the cake yeah. like half the time because <laughs> you're chasing your own child around, et cetera, et cetera, and trying to get what you can in your mouth as far as food. So I can't think of any off the top of my head, but. I will say, as far as the cake department overall, if it has cream cheese icing, I am down with that. So word on the street is if you have cream cheese icing on your cake, Chester will bring his kid to your birthday party. Yeah, in fact, I may just come over by myself. He's just going to show up. I bring a gift at least. Yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe an Amazon gift card. I saw that in a a movie recently this weekend, the Adam Sandler movie. um, My sister told me she keeps falling asleep through that. Yeah, I have. Well, this is not a movie podcast, but I can give you my opinion. (laughs) Ask me on Twitter. I'll tell you what I think of the movie. Connect yeah. with Chester on Twitter. As always, connect with us on Instagram at Abby Eats St. Louis. Um, we want to hear from you guys. And we're also continuing to workshop things, as we mentioned, kind of with this, the way we're doing the weekend planner a little differently. So just let us know what you're thinking about. Um, we're really excited for the episode we're working on for next week. Oh, yes. Get I'm, ready. Yes. It's so summer. Oh. Yeah. So summery. Okay. It involves It involves ice cream. It involves slushies. Ooh. And it involves... A little bit of booze. Oh. So, yeah, that's been Get a ready. fun time on the clock. So make sure you tune in to that. I guess tune in is such an old school term. You download that <laughs> on Tuesday. Or, no, I'm Set sorry. Set your dial. Hey, you know what? This is big news. Wednesday. We're going to launch this, drop this one on Wednesday. We're posting that stuff up a little bit, too. So we're going to have the new episode out on Wednesday. 
Now we're going to go work on that a little bit. But thank you guys for the small bite. Have a good weekend. Chester, thank you so much for being here with us. I appreciate being here. Dory. Thank you. I always appreciate you. I always appreciate you. And we appreciate you guys. So follow the podcast, like, subscribe, review, all that jazz. And as always, seize the plate.